stories from the street and God's message for us in the year 2021 today on Get the Hell Out of Your Life. It's time now to get the hell out of your life. A weekly broadcast with real people sharing real struggles and offering real hope. Today's show will encourage, inspire, and empower you to face life's challenges with a bold confidence and renewed hope. Now, let's join our host, Ron Myers, the promoter. Hello, my friends. Happy New Year. January 1st, 2021. I've got a message later in the show of what I believe God spoke to me about preparing for 2021. But today, I want to go behind the story of the stories that I share here each week. And 2021 is already lining up with some incredible stories that will come your way through this program. But there are some stories out there that never made it to the program because these are people that I met on the street. I met in situations that they did not want to be on the radio. They did not want a podcast. They just wanted somebody to talk to and share their story of how they were hurting. It's amazing, friends, that when you have a desire to do some good, spread some hope, be a light in a dark world, how God will maneuver you into position to be with someone that needs some hope. Do you need some hope today? 2020 was a year that caught many of us by surprise. Many of the things that happened in 2020 were out of our control. And it tested our strength, our resolve, our faith, our belief. And I want to share some of the stories today that never made it on air. I think you will be blessed because the point of get the hell out of your life is to encourage you, to empower you, and to inspire you to have faith in God to have faith in God's destiny, his plan and purpose for your life. I want to talk to you for a minute and share the story of Debbie. Debbie, I met at Starbucks. Debbie noticed my God loves me bracelet. I do set a goal every day to give at least one bracelet to someone. But anyway, she saw the bracelet and said, well, I see you believe God loves you. He hates me. And I asked her, I said, well, why do you think that? She went on to tell me that her father left her mother when she was only nine years old. Her mom turned to alcohol and killed herself. And now Debbie has gone through life all alone. Now, when she told me this, I knew that my next words had to be something Jesus would say. I said, 
Well, I am so sorry for the loss of your mom and the hurt that you are carrying. Debbie, I'm not a religious person, but I am in love with Jesus. And I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that Jesus loves me and he is totally in love with you. In fact, he sent me here today to let you know that you are not alone. He has never left you, and if you will allow him, he will hold you, carry you, and love you unconditionally. He will renew your spirit, and he will become the father you never knew. Jesus has an awesome destiny for you. Well, I sent her on her way with a little hug, and I gave her my phone number. I put her in touch with some women's ministries, and every once in a while, I'll get an email, and God is healing her broken heart one day at a time. She said that she's not really totally 100% with Jesus yet, but it's getting closer and closer, and she is beginning to smile. God sometimes, friends, will use you to be in position to give somebody a little hope. Now, you can't expect that these people are just going to believe and act on everything we tell them. But we plant the seed, the seed of love, the seed of hope. Next, I want to tell you about Bob. Now, I was doing a coffee ministry in Gulfport, and I handed Bob an I Believe in Jesus bracelet when he asked me if I would tell him more about my ministry. I told him that my ministry was outside the four walls of the church, that I love to go to the streets, the parks, the Walmarts, or anywhere I just see people. I said, I believe a lot of people are looking for Jesus. They just won't go to church. I asked Bob then, to tell me about himself. Now, Bob grew up in a dysfunctional family, and he was labeled the outcast and often ostracized by his classmates. His first tattoo was inked when he was 16, and soon he was the cool guy with tattoos. Well, he started lifting weights, and soon Bob was the cool dude with muscles and tattoos. His mom was constantly urging him to go to church, He had a knowledge of Jesus, but he never had a relationship with Jesus. When he was 22, one of his best friends was killed in a car wreck. It devastated Bob. He had a longing to meet Jesus. He just knew if he talked with Jesus, he might feel some peace. So one day, Bob decided to go to the popular church in town. And after the service, he was stopped by an elder of the church and was asked kindly to consider another church. His image was distracting, and he disrupted the service by raising his hands and singing too loud. He stopped talking after that, and I asked him, what was your response? He said, I came here for Jesus, and I guess I came to the wrong church. He then asked me a question that broke my heart. And this might be a question that you've thought about once in a while. Ron, am I an outcast to Jesus? Are my tattoos a distraction? I took his hands and I looked in his eyes and noticed a tear. And I said, listen here, Bob, 
You are a wonderful, precious child of God with an awesome purpose. Now, people may judge your outward appearance, but God knows your heart. And even Jesus probably wouldn't be welcome in that church. After all, he might stain the carpet with his dirty sandals. The words of others, Bob, can never define who you are. One church didn't welcome you, but there is another that will open its doors for you. Bob, I believe with all my heart, God is going to use you in a mighty way. Let's pray together and believe that Jesus will lead you to a church filled with his spirit. We prayed, and I will never forget Bob's parting words. You're sure not like any preacher I ever met. Bob eventually found a church that welcomed him with open arms, and today he is a loving man for Jesus. He's often seen on the streets of New Orleans, loving the people that look like distractions. He even got a new tattoo tattoo inked that says, people may judge my outward appearance, but the Lord looks on my heart. Go, Bob. Sometimes people, churches, will never understand you. We look different. I've always said growing up, I was a misfit. I never did blend in. Even when I was climbing the ladders of success in Ron Meyer's productions, and I was invited to all these different functions with high and mighty people, I never went. I never felt comfortable. I didn't grow up like that. I grew up on the other side of the tracks, as they say. My family had no money. I was a dysfunctional kid. And now one day through hard work and chasing God's destiny, I'm in a position where people want to invite me around of a lot of other people that they say, Ron, you should go because they can help you. You know, you never know when you might need their help. And I always thought, I said, well, listen, this is what I thought. I never said it out loud. I said, I need God's help. If people want to be my friend just so they can help me, then are they really my friend? So friends, don't always judge those people out there that look a little different. And if you've been judged because you're different and you feel ostracized and you feel alone, Well, God wants you to know that there is a loving group of people in a church that will welcome you with open arms. Just pray that God leads you to that place. I want to tell you a story here of Sarah. Sarah is a young lady that she was a prostitute in the streets of New Orleans. And she prayed the same prayer every night. Lord, give me the strength to go home tomorrow and make things right with my father. Her tomorrows had piled up to 2,190, which came to seven years. Sarah was the daughter of a preacher. Now, she was caught having sex in the choir room with the son of a head deacon. The father was more worried about his job than hearing from Sarah. His next comment changed her destiny. He called her a slut. After her father went to bed, she walked out of the house, vowing never to return. Now, Sarah took a bus to New Orleans and soon got involved in drugs and prostitution. Now, Sarah was a beautiful but empty person. She had no joy, no peace. 
Her her acquaintances would try to make her smile, but she had nothing to smile about. But one night, a man approached her and told her that he would pay for her just to have a conversation. Sarah asked where he was from, and he said the name of her hometown, and she had a little smile on her face. He told her what a beautiful town it was, then mentioned the little white church, the one with the tire swing and colorful flower garden. He went on to say the preacher's daughter was caught having sex with the head deacon's son. The preacher turned against his daughter and she ran away. He went on to say, then one Sunday, the preacher stood in the pulpit and told the congregation the whole story. He then asked God to forgive him and walked out never to return. Every night he sits on his front porch waiting and praying for his daughter to come home. Well, Sarah, teary-eyed, excused herself for a moment. When she returned, the man was gone. The prodigal daughter had to run home. When Sarah got near her home, she saw her father on the porch, wearing the red sweater she had given him for Christmas eight years ago. It was an amazing reunion. Friends, God's grace is so awesome. God's grace is shared in stories that are aired through this broadcast. Stories that I meet with people on the street. And my job, my destiny and purpose is to tell everyone that will listen that God's grace is sufficient. God's unconditional love can melt away the sin in your life, your past, your present, your future. And God is opening his arms to you today, right now, and say, forget the past and walk into my future. This can be the greatest day in your life. Life sometimes doesn't make sense, does it? And we don't like it. The world is cruel. The world is mean. But God is love. And when we understand our purpose, God rises to the occasion and he comes to us. And we then are the prodigal son, the prodigal daughter, And we run into the arms of our father for a reunion. And he washes away our past. He throws it into the sea of forgetfulness. And he says, you are a new creation. You were created for beauty, for awesomeness, for a purpose that this world needs. Friends, I have one more story before I take a break and come back and tell you a message for 2021, and you definitely want to listen for that. This one is a personal story. I was 21 years old. I was married. My wife was 18. I was in the Air Force. We had two children, a two-year-old and a one-year-old, and uh, it was a Friday the 13th, and something told me I needed to go home. And I went home that afternoon and realized my wife had left with the next door neighbor. But she left me, the two children. She took all the money out of the bank account. And that day, at 21, I became a single dad with a two-year-old and a one-year-old. And I had a defining moment a year later. 
do I get out of the Air Force and pursue my purpose and destiny, or do I stay in the Air Force for job security with my children? Something was nagging at me deep inside from an encounter I had with God when I was 11 years old. And what was nagging at me was, you have a purpose. You have a destiny. You need to pursue it. So with no approval from anyone, my parents up in Iowa, anyone, I left the Air Force and went into health club management. Now, I tell that story because it was a defining moment because to the world, it looked like I made a wrong mistake. But something inside, that gut feeling, the voice of God was leading me to a destiny, my plan and purpose. And even though sometimes, friends, the world may not understand our actions, your actions, and your decisions, you have to be faithful to the call that's inside of your heart. You cannot be moved by people's opinions, advice, listen to it, but in the end, you have to be faithful to what your heart is telling you, what you feel through prayer. God is leading you to something even bigger. Yes, life is a risk and it take and we take chances. Yes, absolutely. It's that's a proven fact. But with God, all things are possible. And if we do make a mistake, if we make a wrong choice, then God can take that choice and turn it to our benefit. Romans 8.28 says, All things work together for good for them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. I share that story because, thank God, that decision was made by me and not by others. And I look back and over 40 years of an incredible, crazy, up-and-down life but I wouldn't trade it for anything because I was where I was supposed to be with God and I am doing today what God has called me to do. I'm going to take a break and when I come back, I'm going to share what I believe God wants you and I to know for the year 2021. Some of us are building highways, not with our hands, but with our hearts. We're on a journey that doesn't have an end. It's a rough road, but we know that someday it will be worth every rugged mile. Why don't you join us? We're the Christians. Now I know you've heard a lot of weird things about us, most of it not true. We don't really care. We just know that we're going to live forever and we can have an abundant life along the way. Jesus is our guide on this journey called life, and he said that he came to give us life that goes on forever and an abundant life. Hey, it's a toll-free highway. Jesus already paved the way. All we have to do is come on board. You don't have to be religious. You don't have to be perfect. You just have to accept the fact that Jesus already bridged the way to heaven. Then you have to put him behind the wheel. But when you finally let go and let Jesus take over, it's amazing how you find the journey a lot more peaceful. Because life without Jesus is kind of like going four-wheeling on a skateboard. 
take some time to learn about Jesus. You'll find out how he can build an eternal highway in your heart. Oh, yes, God loves us, and specifically, He loves you. He has a plan for you, and for 2021, He wants you to know this, that you have got to depend on God 24-7. You cannot trust what the world will tell you. They will tell you a little bit of truth with a lot of lies. You must hold on to God as if your life depends on it, because it does. You must think about God in the morning when you wake up and in the evening when you go to bed. Your prayer life has got to be so in tune with God that you will hear pin drops in heaven. You have been chosen for this time. And sometimes, friend, it will look like the world is going to fall apart, but that light inside you will become so bright it will scatter the darkness in your house and in your neighborhood and in your business. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. You cannot look to the left. You cannot look to the right. You have got to look right into God for the answers. You pray and you pray and you do not focus on the news of the world. You need to be developing more quiet time between you and God. You need to know what God wants you to know so he can position you, so he can place the people in your path that you will recognize as an ambassador from God. This is your time to rise above every circumstance in your life. This is your time to throw those shoulders back and declare, I have not been given a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind. This is your time to no more backing down, no more making excuses. No more listening to the naysayers. This is your time to become everything that God created you to become. When you become you, you will defeat the enemies. You will open doors of opportunity. Your children will be blessed. Your family will be blessed. And everything you touch will be blessed because you will have God's favor. But it comes with a price. You will be mocked. You will be ridiculed. You'll be laughed at. But who cares? Because when God is on your side, you are on the winning side. God cannot fail. God does not lose. God will always win. So in 2021, God needs you to know without a doubt, you have been chosen for this time. You've been chosen to hear this message because God has something great for you. Don't lose your faith. Stand strong. Be strong and declare today that I am a child of God with a plan and a mighty purpose. Ron will be back in a moment to wrap up today's conversation. We want to encourage you today with God's promise to you. It comes from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. 
plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. That's God's promise to you when you choose to commit your plans and future to Him. Now, back to Ron. Well, friends, my time is up, and one year has passed since the beginning of Get the Hell Out of Your Life and some incredible stories of God's grace, redemption, and restoration. You can check out all the podcasts on my website at thepromoter.org. And boy, there's some stories that will be just absolutely unbelievable that God could restore, repair, and renew some of these people's lives. But that's what God does. He restores, renews, repairs, and gives us hope. Gives us that promise that life with him is awesome. Life with him is the only place that we want to be. Perhaps you have a story that you would love to share with the audience. Also on the website is a link to share your story. You know, friends, 2021, I absolutely positively believe it is going to be a great year for the children of God because we are going to rise and become everything that we were created to become. We will be a witness to this world. When they have no hope, we will have the hope. We will preach the gospel everywhere without saying a word. And check out my story of God's amazing grace in my book called The Promoter. And remember this, I love you. God loves you. God has an incredible plan for you. And it's time for you to get the hell out of your life and keep it out forever and ever and ever. I'll see you next week with another great episode of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. Today's show was produced by Ron Myers Ministries, a listener-supported ministry. For a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website, thepromoter.org. And would you prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation so that we may continue to share stories of God's amazing grace with the world? And join us next week for another broadcast of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. Real people sharing real struggles and offering real hope. Hi, this is Ron Myers, and it is finally finished. My book, The Promoter. It took me three years, and, well, my story, it is a wild story. I will share things that I have never shared with anyone, from my childhood to my days as a promoter. I did anything to make a buck. I was hungry for attention and publicity. I really wasn't a good person. Sex, drugs, and money was driving me. But something happened on the road to become a millionaire. I ran into God. My story is written for you. 
As you read the book, God will speak to you through the pages and your dreams will come alive and hope will be restored. Check out my book, The Promoter. It's available on my website, thepromoter.org or online at Barnes & Noble, Amazon and iTunes.